Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast podcast for the week of December 12th, 2022. I'm your host, Zach, and this time we have Chris. Hello. And uh, we have a ton of stuff out this week. We've got HBO Max Armageddon going on. We've got DC Universe rebooting. We've got uh, all kinds of trailers. We've got all kinds of stuff we watched this week. So let's waste no time. Let's jump right in. Uh, and we have to kick things off with, uh, we, we got the first, tra- or I, I guess we got like a teaser. I guess it's like the, another teaser or another trailer for uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which I think is probably one of, and that would definitely one of my most anticipated movies next year. I don't know about you, Chris, but oh yeah, oh you kidding me? Um, and yeah, so yeah, like a new trailer. Um, basically, basically like like just what we saw in this trailer is like like I don't even know what <laughs> it's just like it's so fucking mind blowing. Like it's like this nexus of like spider like of like thousands of spider men <laughs> and spider people just like all over the place. Yeah, they basically made their own like Rick. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's, it's the Citadel Ricks. Yeah. Yeah, the Citadel of Ricks. Like. Yeah. I don't remember Spider-Man doing that, but okay. Uh, but I do like that it's not just like, I mean, only because in the last few years they've expanded the lore of Spider People, where it's not just like Peter Parker's. It's all yeah. like, are all incarnations of Spider related people that take up the mantle or at least uh are inspired by spider-man or spider things mm-hmm. so I, i'm interested to see that but it's one of those like they just can't dedicate the movie to that like because we now know it's more like uh miles and gwen sorry, ghost spider movie with uh uh well, spider-man 2099 is i think is like the the not antagonist but he's like the third or ta- antagonist in this movie well so yeah so it's it's our main our main trio from the first movie like so so miles morales gwen stacy aka spider gwen and peter b parker are all back and then but now instead of like everyone coming to miles's universe he's joining gwen and they're going across other dimensions other universes into like this crazy yeah in this crazy Spider-Man Nexus universe, um, Oscar Isaac is is Spider-Man 2099. Who I, I feel like he's gonna be like like there's gonna be some sort of like crazy misunderstanding where he's he's fighting them to begin with, and like they like you know classic Superman like uh, superhero stuff where it's like he fights them and then it's like oh no we're on the same side I'll help you guys now or whatever <laughs> probably. And then um, Issa Rae is Jessica Drew, aka Spider Woman. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya is uh, Spider Punk. Um, Jason Schwartzman is the spot who is, is going to be like the main villain of, uh, of both the, of, cause both movies because we have Across the Spider-Verse and then we're getting a third one in 2024 called Beyond the Spider-Verse. Oh. Which I mean, I like with. the spot. He was hilariously fun in the uh, animated series. Tragic, but interesting. Yeah, so he, he's, yeah, he's going to be the spot is the main villain and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna tie. I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna tie his like, cause he's like interdimensional portals on his body. Like, I'm sure that's probably gonna like factor into some like multiverse stuff. I would imagine. And then I think they also confirmed. I, I, I think I, I definitely saw him in the trailer, but it, like Insomniac, 
like Spider-Man is in there. I don't know if I don't know if we're gonna like if we're gonna have like like you know like vocal performances from any of these Spider-Man, but like definitely in the background is like Insomniac's version of Spider-Man. And then we're also getting Japanese Spider-Man with his mech, I believe, at some point. And then Spider-Man Unlimited apparently is gonna be in this movie too, like the night like the insane Fox <laughs> follow-up to Spider-Man the Animated Series. So I mean. Even even the first movie was already crazy with like all the Spider-Man references. Like this one's gonna be even beyond. Like this is gonna be like just like, <laughs> crazy levels of Spider-Man like references and Easter eggs and nods and I, I think even and also visually too this movie just look, looks like even crazier than the first one. Like just like totally like blowing out like the visual style and the colors and everything about that was awesome about the first movie. Just to make more of it. Oh, it's leading heavy into it and. I want all of it, you know. Yeah. I, I like it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a shame that you see cameo bits because the movie can't focus on the overall cast of Spider People. It's just like, okay, well, they're there in the background. I'm just like, no, no, no. I want to stay here. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to know more about this. That's that's my thing with with uh, seeing all that because I'm just like excited for seeing all of them interact. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, this is gonna be June June second next year. So kind of a long wait, but uh, gonna be a, one of the biggest movies of the summer probably. So definitely super excited for that one. And then uh, we also got the tr- the first trailer for Scream Six, which is coming in March next year. Um, we had, you know we had Scream 2022 this year and in January I think was like it was like one of the first movies of, the, of this year. Um, so we're getting Scream Six next year. Uh, the main the main cast of the re- like the reboot quill are back, so it's uh, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Jasmine Savoy Brown, and Mason Gooding are all back as their characters from Scream Five. Uh, Courtney Cox is back, obviously as Gail Weathers, and then uh, Hayden Panettiere is back as uh, Kirby from Scream Four. And then I think the big thing that like is that it's set in New York this time, New York City. Um, so we're leaving Woodsboro, we're in New York City now. Uh, the trailer is like is like Ghostface on a subway train. It looks like looks like it's take, also taking place like during Halloween. So there's like multiple people in like Ghostface costumes, and so like that's like adds to like the like who is the killer who's just like a weirdo in a Ghostface costume and who's actually a killer. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I'm just wondering in this universe like like this this Scream character has trans like become a real life icon a movie icon well i think how I is think, there not more like screen people walking around but then it's like it's really bad taste like well, in this universe well because it was it, the in-universe movie is stab so there's like i'm sure like i'm sure like ghost like I, well i guess it goes it existed before the stab movies but i guess like post stab like people are like oh yeah i'm gonna dress up as like the killer from stab or whatever no, but Stab was based on because the they're, they're like thing. I think and I think in universe they're, they're like up to like like eight Stab movies or something because that was like the, one of the big things like of like this year's Scream was like oh Scream like like Stab Seven was such a fucking terrible reboot like they tried to reboot it and make it like a it's like they show a clip from it it's like this like guy with like a flame th- it's like the it's just super like jacked like Ghostface with a flamethrower and stuff yeah I, I saw this in the last Scream movie yeah uh but like. My thing is, like, I also heard the Scream TV show wasn't bad. 
but that's also that's like it's its own like it's its own separate like universe or continuity or whatever. There's nothing to do with like the main oh, it no, because because they kind of normalize the like non-canonical like anyone could be Ghostface if they wanted to, and that's why I'm like, oh, so how are they gonna connect it to the running lore? Where it's like, oh, just this New Yorker guy bought a stab costume and was like, those are the same victims. I want to stab them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's uh, what's her face? Uh, Nev Campbell. She's just like she had enough. <laughs> Secret well, she, cameo slash well, had, like. Well, she had enough because they weren't paying her enough, so <laughs> she's not in this one. But um, but yeah, I thought I thought I thought Scream from this year was was pretty solid like play one of the like one of the best one of the better entries in the franchise so i'm excited for six uh it's, it's the same guys radio silence is the direct team that directed scream this year they're directing this one i also I also like a bunch of like a bunch of fun new uh cast members joining the scream franchise like dermot mulroney and uh henry zerny and samara weaving and tony river l'oreal in the are new cast members for the scream franchise so they're all in this one So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, like this is it's a very it's a very brief show. It's like basically one scene of like it's like all our our main characters on a subway train and like Ghostface comes it's like stalking toward them. But uh yeah, I'm sure we'll go. I'm sure we'll get like another like full trailer before it comes out. But yeah, March 10th next year is when this comes out. And then we also got the trailer for 65 this week. Which I had never heard of until this show came out, but now I'm very excited for it. Um, so this is a, it's uh, Adam Driver stars in it. It's basically Adam Driver is the pilot for a spaceship that's like making some sort of like interstellar journey to find a new like like plant to colonize for humanity. But then they get hit by an asteroid and they end up on like a uncharted planet. But then it turns out they actually went traveled back in time and now they're on prehistoric Earth and there's dinosaurs running around. Wait, so this is actually like based on a TV show? It's based on it's based on nothing. I don't like this came up with this idea of like time travel. It's like it's I mean it's basically Planet of the Apes, but like it's not they're not dinosaurs aren't intelligent. No, it, it, like, it's basically Land of the Lost. Yeah, or something. It's it's it's, it's definitely the premise has definitely been done like before, but like not with in like a like a huge like blockbuster Budget. movie level. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, because I was watching this and like. Based on anything, and like a friend of ours posted the the thing, like, hey, like, what was this about? Because this movie just sort of like kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. And then um, I made a joke saying that this is the like un unofficial Jurassic Park sequel. Yeah. It's the future where like, of course, Jurassic Park eventually goes to space, and now it's like not only space but time travel. Well, I, the I, most logical reboot sense. I I do appreciate that like another we're getting like some sort of other dinosaur thing because like Jurassic World has a, has a stranglehold on dinosaurs and Dominion was so fucking terrible like we need we need some 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 new we need some new dinosaur thing like and hof- hopefully this is like I still haven't seen Dominion. I yeah. know I'm so behind on these movies, but it seems like I didn't really miss anything like monumental. Yeah, yeah, we de- we definitely need like another dinosaur movie or dinosaur franchise or something because like yeah dress the rest of the world is like is like totally Jurassic Park slash Jurassic World is like run out of steam like Dominion yeah. was like an awful awful movie but I don't know about you but 
I want that like dinosaur charm where like they bring back a dinosaur into modern times and it's not just like a theme park or like evil science. Yes. It's like, oh shit, yeah, we where, brought back a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah where like we're getting all these like Jurassic World movies. Where is like our carnosaurs or like our other like side like side movies? Where's like, our we're back? Or, yes. Uh, there's that movie where like the kid brings he somehow finds dinosaur eggs. Pre- prehysteria. And then, like, they're, like tiny. Prehysteria. That's what it is. Yeah. That movie's ridiculous because they made dinosaurs seem like they're just toy size and that's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or were they babies? I forget like what was the main thing about that. Um. I can't remember, like, yeah, I can't remember, yeah, there's, I think there's just, ba- there's baby dinosaurs, and there's just, there's just, like, three of those movies, there's, there's like, three prehysteria movies. What? Yeah. Holy shit, I didn't know that. And then, and then, and there's, and also, there's, like, you know, we obviously got, like, a lot of, like, you, like, um, like, anthropomorphized dinosaur movies, like, we had, like, there was, like, Theodore Rex, and, like, Adventures of Dinosaur City, and, like. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What's what's up with that? Let's bring those back. Let's bring back not like gritty reboots or you know sequels, but something like hey, let's just bring back this genre of dinosaur movies. Well, sixty. I mean, sixty-five looks like it's gonna be like a like a like stupid stupid fun. Like I mean, Andrew, he's got all kinds of like future gadgets. He's fighting dinosaurs with like uh, like a machine like a future machine gun. He's got like crazy like orbs and stuff. So this looks like, it looks, looks like it could be like a like dumb fun sci-fi dinosaur action and it's it, it's from the guys who wrote the quiet place uh or a quiet place they wrote, they wrote and directed this one uh sam raimi produced it so and uh yeah this, this is gonna be march 10th um which is that the same day as scream <laughs> no, no, no i just say the date um yeah so yeah, Scream, Scream Six and Sixty Five are on the same day. So you gotta that's either see both or Sophie's Choice that one. <laughs> and then uh, last trailer this week is we got the trailer for Kaleidoscope, which is gonna be hitting Netflix on January first, so kicking off the year over at Netflix. And it's a new heist TV show, but the uh, the big gimmick is. Um, it's it's non-linear, so you can, you can basically choose the order you want to watch it in. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's like gonna come in, it's gonna like appear in your Netflix in some sort of order, but you can just you can watch them in any, in any order you want basically, and it's, it'll, it should make sense as far as the story goes. And like each episode is like it, like so like the quote unquote like last episode is the heist episode, but then every other episode is like a certain amount of time before the heist, so it's like oh episode two is seven years before the heist. Episode three is like six months before the heist, so you can it's oh, like okay. you, you can choose. Like, it's like oh, I want to watch it chronologically. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch like them in like chronological order. I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch them in like uh, I'll, I'll watch the heist first, then like watch them like see how like everything whatever led to the heist. Like you, it's basically you can you choose however you want to watch it. It's like the big gimmick for it. And uh, it's it's starring uh, Jean Carlos Esposito. He's leading the heist team. You got Jai Courtney. He looks like he's in like full on like Captain Boomerang mode. Um, uh, Paz Vega, Tati Gabriel, uh, Rufus Sewell. A bunch of a bunch of other folks are in it. It's it's from the guy who uh, wrote Matchstick Men. Hmm. The so, uh, yeah, like it looks interesting. Mm-hmm. And just the out of order thing is like I would watch it without the gimmick of it being 
uh, view it as much as, like, in different ways. Well, I think, now, I, think like, I think the episode titles will tell you, like, what, ti- like, so what, it's like, it'll be like episode two, seven years before the heist or whatever. And then, so it's like, so you could, if you want to figure out, like, oh, I'm going to watch it in, like, chronological order, you can do that. Or watch them in whatever that, like, Netflix shows, shows them to you, or you can, like, yeah, I don't, you can do it, yeah. But it, it basically, it's not, like, it's not, they're not linear. It's not like you're like it's not like it, you, whatever order you watch it in, you like you'll figure like, you'll get the events. You'll it's filmed in a way that like it'll make sense no matter what order you watch it in. So that's like the big kind of gimmick for it. But uh, yeah, the eight, eight episodes. It's gonna kick off uh, the year over at Netflix on January first. So you can check that out when that comes out. And then uh, moving on, uh, definitely. Well, there's, I mean, tons of big news this week, but, like, one of the biggest pieces of news is uh, the HBO apocalypse going on, um, which, I mean, right after the merger, there was, like, a tons of, like, tons of cancellations, tons of, like, stuff going on. They're they're at it again. David Zav, <laughs> David Zavlab. Yeah, Zavlab, yeah I, like, I wouldn't even, Zach, I wouldn't even call that apocalypse. I call it, like, Ragnarok. Of yeah. Just based on what is happening in this, like, rebuilding and death of, like, shit. It's not even just, like, oh, we're stopping, we're canceling shows. Like, that's an apocalypse, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we want to wipe this off our fucking servers. Like, that, like, what is going on? Yeah, so they, so, so over at HBO Max, they, uh, they're basically, so it's at some point in the near future, uh, shows like Westworld and, um, Raised by Wolves, uh, Time Trevor's Wife, Head of the Class, uh, Legendary, uh, the, the nevers which which this is this is like this week we also like it was like official like oh yeah by the way the nevers nevers is canceled like because they, they never officially canceled the nevers even though it was like two it's been two years since like the season season one that like ended they just never said anything about it there's like oh yeah that that's the show still <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah you don't want to like uh, uh admit it and i bet you i bet you that those actors were just like holding their breath going like are we, are we coming back or i i feel on? like i I feel like they shot like the I, th- I feel like the second season episodes were already shot like they were like ready to go they just never like they just weren't like releasing them. Um, but yeah, so so basically, yeah, they're wiping out they they're wiping out these shows from HBO Max because apparently one of their new plans for like revenue is they want to license their shows to. So, like some of these like free ad supported platforms like Pluto TV or uh, Tubi or uh, Freevee, like because like a, a lot of these like you know like like Paramount owns Pluto TV basically, so like they put like, all of their like like Paramount Plus stuff on Pluto TV is kind of like an enticement of like hey here's a taste of Paramount Plus on for free on Pluto like subscribe to Paramount Plus and you get more of it or like. I, like Amazon has like Freevee, they own they own IMDb, they own Freevee. So basically, like H- Warner Brothers Discovery wants to like license their shows to like either some one of these kind of like it's like fast like free streaming service or fast is what they're called in the industry. License license them to third party companies, and then they'll they'll be a way for them to like make more money of or make get like a revenue stream going. Like they'll they'll they, they're licensing our, our, show, their, our shows from us, so we'll, we'll get a, a cut of like uh, from them of like when they air it on their free streaming service. 
But it's also weird too, because like Westworld's canceled. It, it like I guess it sort of ended in like a sort of satisfying way, but it, like it wasn't like it, that wasn't the plan. And like the never just ends abruptly, and like <laughs> like uh, like Raised by Wolves also ends just abruptly. Like like a, a, a bunch of these shows were canceled like in the middle of like storytelling. So it's like mm-hmm. who's like oh you're gonna watch it on, like this like like on two B T V or something? Be like. Oh yeah, I'm into this. I'm into this like Raised by Wolf show. Oh, it just ended. There's no new episode. It's like, all right. Oh, I was that. I, I that kind of happened to me with uh, American Gods. After that, it pretty much like season two of American Gods. I was like, well, I'm kind of done with watching this. If if uh, we're never gonna get like a satisfying conclusion in the live action version. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I guess I guess also too like Warner Bros. Discoveries also wants to like they're they're planning on making their 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 own like f- ad supported streaming service that's like similar to like a pluto tv or like a freebie what so 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 some of these shows might end up on that service so they would ha- they would have H- they would have hbo max which you know obviously their premium as like uh subscription service but then they would, they would have a free to watch with ads uh not some sort of other streaming service that like they owned that they would like dump some of these other sh- dump these shows on Along with like whatever other like probably probably some of the movies they own with ads, so they they they're looking they're very aggressively looking into like getting into like this like free streaming market. That's gonna be the hot new ticket, just like apparently, yeah. We just want to make TV. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, what do we take all our properties, all our movies, all our miniseries or whatever, and just. Have it play 24 hours. You can't control shit. You can't. Un- you can't rewind. The 20 fast forward. Yeah, they're the 24 hour Westworld channel. Yeah, just like you just made TV essentially. Then it's like they're selling ad space on this thing, and and it's like okay, like, and then eventually they're gonna be like, now you gotta pay for this. Now you gotta pay for this channel, like do, this yeah, service. Do, just like, do not. Yeah, do you not want ads? Like. It's just it's weird, and like I don't I've been spoiled by just on-demand streaming, no commercials. I'll do it for Hulu because I'm just like trained by Hulu now just to like, deal with it. But God help that company who just like yeah we want something in on that. Like Pluto, I'll take, but Pluto's got some like whatever content, and Pluto's not my like primary like streaming thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's like this weird version of streaming services, they get on this boat of like, yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Like Netflix, like you can't. We decide what you're watching, and then we decide, like we decide when you're watching, how you're watching, and then no matter what, every t- thirty minutes a commercial or 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 sooner, you know, like what? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All it takes is like Disney to join them, and then it's all over. Well, I think is, does Disney, Disney already have an ad supported Disney Plus? I think they do. I think they yeah, they're coming. Like, weeks ago. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, then they're like, oh, what if we made everyone do this like, uh, like TV channel? This Disney Plus free, or or we'll call it the, the Disney Channel. <laughs> yeah, just it, it's become full circle now. Yeah. It's, oh, it's become Disney TV. Like, what? I don't know. I, I just see a dark future where that, that happens, where the streaming war ends, where it's basically just, like, just the 
not even streaming, it's just like channel wars. Yeah. So, uh, in other Warner Brothers Discovery news, uh, still much more shakeups going on over the DC universe. So, um, so apparently, uh, James Gunn, who is now obviously the head of DC Studios, along with Peter Sa- uh, Safran, um, they are. Uh, he's 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 writing a new Superman movie that's going to be like the er- like kind of like early career. Superman, like early early days as like a reporter, early days of Superman, and uh, this movie is not going to feature Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill is now done again as Superman, Ugh. even though they uh, had the whole Black Adam tease where he came back and he had that Instagram post where he's like, "I'm back," and he like people assumed that he quit The Witcher because he was going to be Superman again, and that's all done now. <laughs> Which I feel like I feel like this is also like another uh like step or like clue that like they're gonna like reboot the entire universe and just start from scratch. Yeah, Superman is gonna fly back in the universe and just become a different actor. Mm-hmm. Ready to see this uh, uh Man of Steel reboot again, where <laughs> he's just gonna be a humble farmer boy. Yeah, I don't. Maybe they'll stop I, with I, the, the I, I, I random tornado. Yeah, I definitely don't need to see the, like the origin story of Superman again. Like just have yeah, have him st- like have like, early careers like a reporter's fine, but like, yeah, I don't need to see like on the farm like crashing to Earth again. <laughs> like we don't need that. So yeah, so that so, so that was one thing, and then apparently there was like this whole. I don't know if you've been seeing like all this like. Actually, like the Black Adam stuff, Chris, about how, how like the Rock was trying to spin it that it was going to make money, but then apparently he like leaked financial documents that were were, were like fake to like the deadline and deadline post an article saying like, oh, it's going to be profitable, and then the, the, the Warner Bros. like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> like we're not making another. We're, we're probably not making Black Adam too. Like who who made that document? So there were like so like I think it was the Howard Reporter posted an article saying like. Black, they basically had an article of like here's what, here's what we know about the future like DC universe and then it's like one of the points was like Black M two is probably not is like barely is like if it even if it makes a profit it's gonna be barely making a profit so like they're probably not interested in making a Black M two just because like the cost is not gonna like justify the money they're gonna make because like if it if if Black M is profitable it's gonna be like bare, it's gonna be like it'll make like a couple a couple dozen million like it's gonna make like make like 10 20 million dollars in profit which is not worth like the 200 plus million dollars they invested into it but then uh there was like deadline hit a report of like oh it's gonna oh it's, it's gonna be profitable based on like home video and like streaming and like the licensing it's it's, it's gonna make money but then apparently that deadline source was like the rock himself like leaking like misleading fake documents of like financial documents to them Wow. It's like we're like he like he like the rock the rock or like the rock's team basically was like hey deadline here's like here's like financial documents saying the black Adam's going to be profitable and they posted that and then it's like then other people were like uh no <laughs> that's not if you look if you actually look at like the actual box office it's not that's not true <laughs> so yeah like I, I feel like the black Adam wasn't this like phenomenon movie that 
everyone was running out to go see, and it was just like, you know, going to fix the DCU universe. If anything, it just sort of like made too many promises. Yeah. And then, yeah, I didn't know Superman was in this movie until like it was revealed. Like I still haven't seen Black Adam, and I'm like, eh, it'll be on HBO Max. It's it's on HBO Max like literally right now. Like yep. I think it's I think it's if you're hearing this, it's on HBO Max right now. So I think I think for us like via podcast time travel, it's out, it's gonna be out tomorrow on HBO Max. But and let me tell you, future people and future Chris, like you're probably not gonna be blown away. <laughs> no, it was fine. Yeah, I didn't know was the problem. Like it, it just became a it's fine movie for a movie that like they were banking on so much. Or to yeah. do. So 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 like it's so it's, so it's made three hundred eighty nine million dollars world right world now, but some people were saying the budget like the budget pl- so it's like probably like it had like a hundred ninety million dollar budget plus like however much however much it costs like promote it and like all the all the marketing and all that stuff. So probably like probably it was probably like two hundred thirty million dollars altogether. So that's like, so you minus that from 389 million, and then plus you gotta like, it's like how, how much the rock was paid, how much like other st- costs. So it's like, it's 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 gonna make if it makes any money, it's gonna be it's gonna barely make money. <laughs> like it's gonna be like, like just barely be like in the black, which is not like what Warner Bros wants, <laughs> especially now. So. Yeah, that was like the, that was like one of the other like, other like crazy DCEU stories going around. It was like, because like people, Black M2 is like probably like a very very like slim chance it's gonna happen, and then like The Rock is from like very like trying to spin things, be like, oh we're gonna once 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 we hit home video, once we hit like streaming, it's gonna, we're gonna like slowly build a prop, we're we'll be profitable eventually at some point. Still just like yeah, what's gonna be great is uh, Black Adam. It's gonna be a Black Adam ride. Black Adam food. Yeah. That sucks that happens, because basically, like, the DC universe is just sort of hang on by thread, and the only thing that's keeping it by thread is just, like, the promise of the Flash movie? Because that's, well, like, like, the next one, right? Well, there's also, like, there's, like, there's, so, like, there's, like, Shazam, Fear of the Gods... There's the Flash and there's Aquaman, whatever the subtitle is. Uh, like those, those three were like done in the can before James Gunn took over. So th- those are like like those are like like the weird kind of lingering like Snyderverse DCEU movies. And then like we'll like we'll have to see like if if they're totally rebooting it, it's gonna be like yeah, like, it's gonna be like this like weird like well these don't matter anymore <laughs> like. Cause that's the whole, yeah, that was the whole thing about Black Adam was like it's like you know it's, it's like this whole like battle with Superman like Amanda Waller's there like it's this whole like t- it's tied in it's like the future of the DCEU and it's like mm, no <laughs> like <laughs> and then who knows what Shazam's gonna have like who knows what the Flash is gonna have like if they're if they're gonna like set up things that like probably won't happen anymore <laughs> like it's gonna be so bizarre. That's what I'm saying. Like, they really need to just, like, I don't know, have, like, a holiday special that lets them reset it right now so everyone sort of just is at ease. 
Yeah. And then just can be like excited about like stuff like this. Because uh, yeah, it it uh, I didn't like the DCU movies aren't like my favorite. If anything, the Batman standalone Robert Patterson was pretty good, but like that has no bigger world connection right now. No, well, well, that's that, that's still that's still proceeding. Like that, that's going to be its own kind of separate like universe, basically. Right, right. But I'm saying like it, it's like that's not what uh, they should have been doing. If basically the main goal later on was to sort of build up to be a contender to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And they kind of went off and did their own shit. Like, it's kind of like, oh, something went wrong. Or like this, the not spinoff, but like the the other products that they worked on, they just didn't like have that attention. Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, oh, wow, that made more money than we thought. And now we're getting to this point where movies that normally would have been great a few years ago like i think black adam just sort of like can't keep up with the times i imagine it would have been an amazing movie black 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 adam feels like a like marvel phase two movie (laughs) where it's like they're like it's like they like they kind of like they had like this like first round of movies and then they kind of know what they're going for but then it still has like some like it's got a sky beam still like it's got like it's like the villain's terrible like it's like so it's like it's like it's still it's like they kind of they, they kind of know where they're going a little bit they've they've done it before but it's like it's still like trying to find its feet <laughs> but yeah, we're but like that's, that's but we're really like, weird yeah but, but the thing yeah, is like, like, like we said like if if this was early it's fine but you can't have that kind of momentum when you're challenging and trying to bring in as much draw you know i, I feel like they really should have looked at the formula before they got this far. Yeah, like we're like 15 years into like this new area of superhero movies. Like, unfortunately, it's the escalation issue, which happens in comics, where you can't go back and fight a villain who basically just robs banks, and his goal is just like I want to be rich. You know, like that doesn't work so well in that kind of universe anymore. I, I can think about it, like. Pretty much every villain for the next Avengers series always needs to destroy the universe or, like, be god of it. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't want to be god, it would, like, it, like what are you going to do? I, I think, but that's, like, a future problem. Like, even comics have that problem. Like, you tell, after so many st- versions of the same stories, like, what do you do to get it to be unique? And I'm saying that as a comic fan. Like, that just happens sometimes. We, you know, I, I don't know how they get out, out that rut besides reboot the universe. We've done every goddamn possibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the Black Adam story feels very generic. <laughs> Even when I just looked at the, the trailers and then from like, oh, did you know Black Adam wasn't like, the, he's not the boy in the beginning? Like, <laughs> did that matter? Because you, you, like, you literally see, yeah, you literally see the rock standing next to him, but they try to make it a reveal of like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe that's the Rock. Maybe you don't know. It's like, yeah, we we do know. He's he's the Rock's standing right there. Anyway, hope, hopefully we'll get some more DC clarification soon. I think I think James Gunn said we'll find out more in January, maybe. So we'll keep an eye out. We'll let you know <laughs> if we hear, when, when that comes out. We'll dive into that. Whatever news happens then. 
But uh, other news, we got some big uh, video game adaptation news. So we are getting a Death Stranding movie um, from Sony and uh, Kojima Productions and uh, Alex Libovici, who produced, executive produced Barbarian, which I think we'll talk about in Joe and Tell in a little bit here. But um, he's executive producing this movie along with Kojima. Uh, it's going to be a new new story with new characters, although it could have characters from the game in it. Um, but it's going to be not a like not a, not a retelling of the game the game story, but a new a new story in the in the universe of the Stranding. Interesting. Which I guess I guess that makes sense because like if you try to, if you try to tell like the story of the game and you didn't cast like Norman Reedus and stuff in it, like what are you even doing? <laughs> like. Yeah, it, it just was, like, bizarre. Like, okay, so this game that plays, like, the, almost looks like a movie yeah. you made a game on, and you didn't cast the people who are in the game. Like, you, you, didn't, you, didn't cast, you didn't cast Norman Reedus or Mads Mikkelsen or, uh, like, Leah Saido or, like, Guillermo del Toro or, like... I don't know, these people that can act. I understand they, they don't want to hire people that... Like, yeah. yeah. Probably you're gonna act, you know. So it's like, come on, like you can't put them in the movie. Yeah, I, th- I think this, I think this, like, uh, new new story, new characters thing is like kind of like avoid like maybe like direct okay. <laughs> direct adaptations of the game or direct versions of the game or something or like. Well, okay, then then I just don't want to do is like, okay, well we're gonna make like a uh, a movie, but then we're also gonna not have it be like the game, and it's gonna take place in this you know, town, and it's going to be about teens, and it's yeah. going to be about falling in love and making friends and going to school, and it's very scary. Well, you know, as long as... as Resident Evil. As long as Monster sponsors it, then they'll be all set. Yeah, I, I want them to... I want to see a, a, a scene where, like, they have to take a shower and pee. It turned turn into Monster. Was it? Isn't there like a? Is it like a gadget that turns water into monster? Mm, there's some. There's some sort of like gadget you have that like turns like like it, it like it's like oh you you can turn that into monster energy which turns like, gives you more power or whatever like. I mean, you can turn make your pee into a weapon. Yeah. But. Damn. Again, I only got halfway through before they're like, hey, Game of the Year edition came out, and it's, like, better than the version you got. I'm like, what? And it's like, oh, you can't upgrade it unless you buy a PS5. And I was like, oh, even better. No. Yeah. you're So so in, in Death Stranding, the game, your canteen automatically turns, like, rainwater into monster energy. <laughs> Jesus. So that, that, that definitely needs to be in this movie. And, the, and monster, like... If there's not a huge monster tie-in to this movie, then what are we even doing? Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? What? Why are you making? Why even bother with a Death Stranding game then? But uh, yeah, n- yeah. No, no directing news. Like, no director set, no cast set. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Like, Kojima's not going to direct it himself, considering that like, like, a lot of his recent games have been basically movies that he directed. <laughs> so it's like. Like was it like didn't Metal Gear Solid Four have like 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 there was just a section where it was basically just like two hours of cutscenes and you, you with no interaction in them? There was a couple of scenes like that, like forty minutes. Like, I think it's just, the just end like, credits like, is forty just, minutes. Just like an hour of an hour long cutscene that like you don't and it, 
you don't control anything. It's just like you watch this cutscene for an hour. Like, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no set casting yet, no or no director yet. Um, yeah, just an, another uh, you know, Sony property getting a, a, a adaptation, much like God of War. Which uh, is officially confirmed for Prime Video. Prime Video is 100% getting a God of War series. They've they've ordered two series that's going to have a full first season. Um, and no no casting yet on this one. Um, uh, Rafe Judkins, who show ran the the Wheel of Time Amazon show, is is uh, show running the God of War show. Uh, the guys who wrote, guys who wrote Iron Man and Children of Men are writing the show. And it's it, it it's gonna be based on the uh, twenty eighteen game, um. So, was it twenty eighteen? Was what was the first reboot game? Twenty eighteen feels uh, like a long time ago. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. So so it's, so it's, it's based on that game. We're not gonna like. I mean, sure, uh, maybe we'll get some flashbacks to like the like previous like you know each agree stuff, but it's gonna be you know Norse, Norse Kratos, Atreus. They're you know. The, the the story from like the reboot ga- the the reboot cool <laughs> game. I like we're bypassing the Greek part, just going straight into the reboot. Mm-hmm. I definitely I I would like to see some like just give give us like, just a couple flashback scenes of just like you know like PS2 era Kratos like like killing Ares or something. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I would like that too. Hopefully, hopefully, and hopefully, hopefully, they give this game uh, show some, uh, at least some like percentage of like the Lord of the Rings budget, because like, like I feel like this, like you need to give this this show like a pretty pretty hefty budget to like really like show like show all the like the like crazy like North mythology stuff going on. Yeah, you got like giant dragons and. <laughs> Norse gods and all sorts of other creatures going on. So yeah, I think you you gotta give it like at least like half of the budget of Lord of the Rings or a quarter of the budget of Lord of the Rings or something. Which hope yeah, hope, which hopefully they'll, you know, like, they'll you know give it the resources they need. They don't. That's just like why? Like why mm-hmm. even bother if you don't do amazing? amazing job at like bring these characters to life but uh yes yeah, so, but yeah that's definitely on it's definitely 100 on the way on prime video at some point in the near future here so definitely excited for that keep an eye out for that i think i think the big t- like the, yeah like last of us is, is coming soon so we'll, like we'll, like that'll be our first big like what it like well i guess uncharted was like the first big test of like <laughs> What's what these Sony adaptations are going to be like, which, but I feel I feel like the Last of Us show is going to be probably closer to what the like God of the War show is going to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, well, definitely excited to see what the Last of Us show is like, and then hopefully it's good, and hopefully this God I of the War show is like, good. I, yeah. Who who's your runner for a good Kratos right now? Oh, who casts Kratos? Oh man. I want David Harbour just pumped full of like steroids. I would, yeah, that that would, I mean, he'd be good. He'd be good, just make him commit, make him just get ridiculously, like, 
uh, bodybuilder uh, or like what's the, what's more the term like Nordic looking. You don't have to be like like cut. You just need to look massive, but like strong old guy. Mm-hmm. That grizzled look. Give me that. Yeah, well, yeah, that'll, that'll definitely be like the next big thing of like who they cast as Kratos and uh, Atreus. <laughs> but What's, uh, uh, what Bradley Cooper up to? Can he pull? He can pull <laughs> off a beard, just yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I, I just I just want Chris Pratt far away from this. <laughs> yes, yeah, he, he's already he's, he's got too he's already got done too much to the world of video games. So anyway, that's it for news this week. So why don't we jump into show and tell? And uh, Chris, what did you see over the last week or so here? So uh, I finally caught Barbarian, yep. the like surprising hit movie that. Uh, I think, like, a lot of people just sort of saw by word of mouth. Yeah, it was, then... it, it was, de- it was probably demo- definitely one of, the, like, the buzziest, like, but it's, like, word of mouth horror movies of the year, which, like, like especially when it's theaters in, like, late August, it was, like, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, don't, go in knowing nothing about Barbarian, just go wa- go see it, like, don't, don't get spoiled by it, just go watch it, like. I think it's a pure version to watch that, like, it's good I saw no real big spoilers about it but yeah. i didn't know that there was a monster in there so i was like oh okay like but i think if i didn't know that i think that would have been a little more enjoyable but regardless it that, that like barely stained my movie experience uh i still don't know why they call it barbarian but no, I'm okay yeah. with it. mm-hmm. it's not like in the in the basement but i guess, I guess like, maybe, oh maybe. there's like a, a barbarian lives there Maybe maybe the guy maybe the like the serial kidnapper like rapist guy is the barbarian. It's barbarian? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Don't even need to explain it. I'm all aboard for most of it. Uh it it's a movie that definitely has a lot of like quirky characters um that they just do not go into. The moment you start like getting in- invested into something, it switches gears real quick. Well, I that that first that first switch where it's like you you're in like the tunnels and then like uh Bill Skarsgård gets his face like smashed into the wall and then it's just like and it, which I was, I was just like when you first see the monster and it's like he, like it's just like oh what the fuck and then, and then it's just like hard cut to like Justin Long and, and like driving along like the California highway <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh this movie is great if you just don't like Justin Long. <laughs> This yeah. movie is all about like watching Justin Long being like this douche. Yeah, a douche who gets his comeuppance. Like, and uh, I do like that this movie has um like it's aware of how awkward it is. Like these like jarring uh like situation and then like edit cut like it's cut like a comedy. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy that. It's very like 
they yeah. put out they put out like a whole like fake trailer of like it like making it seem like it was just like it was just like literally that Justin Long scene where he's singing in the car. And they just put it out as like a trailer. It was like it's the new the new Justin Long movie. It's a wacky comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they kept that as the real trailer of the whole thing, and then yeah, that's what really intrigued me because I saw that trailer. Then it's like this movie's called Barbarian, by the way. Like what? Mm-hmm. Is there a barbarian in his house? What's going on? So, yeah, I guess we're going to spoilers because I feel like enough time has passed and I feel like a good amount of people saw because this movie only needed like four or five million to make. It made back like forty-five million. Yeah, it was a hu- yeah huge hit. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a mega blockbuster, but it 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 just went back to basics, a very basic horror movie that you just don't need to know all the answers to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very um, solid horror. Just, you know, like, just monster and gore and... and cr- crazy fucked up shit. Like. Yeah, yeah. So, I, uh, the, the thing we talked about this part, we talked about this a few podcasts ago, but yeah, the, the first act is just this woman who is double booked in an Airbnb uh, that just sort of is having like a rough night and she's in town in Detroit for a job interview. And the movie thinks like all this is going to play like a very important part, but it doesn't like none of this actually plays into the, uh, the like other part of the movie. Mm -hmm. But for someone who's, studying to be like a documentary worker or or a filmmaker i I kind of forgot what she does like i don't she's she's there to help make a movie she's not an actual like filmmaker right no i think she's gonna be a she's interviewing to be like a researcher or something okay she didn't research the neighborhood (laughs) of airbnb was like yeah it's great it's great because like it's like that when it, when it, you actually see it in like daylight, it's just like every house is a burned out husk, and it's just like this one house is like the only one like it's like a normal house. The houses are like plumbing and electricity running to this neighborhood. Like it it looks like an apocalypse happened in this block. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like meanwhile, like Justin Long is coming from. Uh, a Hollywood gig that's going south because of accusations that, um, surprise, turns out he's just like a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he and somehow he owns the house and he doesn't he didn't like he's never been there or like doesn't realize there's like a massive system of tunnels under the house. Yeah, I like how he's not like afraid. He's just like really like oh wow I've got more like I can I can I can advertise more uh like square footage <laughs> like yeah but the problem is that i guess he's he's supposed to be like dumb yeah because he knows that there's people there he's like something happened and like he doesn't put two two and two together he's sort of like i don't know i'm just not like you know updating my zillow account so i can put in like how much square footage this house features but then it's like who are you selling to and this market is terrible like you know what i mean like you would have to buy three or four houses and fix them all up in a row. Like you're just not going to get your money's back. Anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, then the big surprise uh, is that there is, like, something living in the basement. That something also was living there all along. Like, that. that's another part about this movie that they don't really get into, but uh, they just sort of go with it. So that, like, in the basement, there's a underground network of tunnels mm-hmm. and also, like, secret bedrooms. At least what we've seen, there's only, like, two secret bedrooms. There's, like, a cave that, like, uh, a freakishly strong, mutated, like, woman lives in. And then another one, a serial killer, just is there. Like, a sickly old killer that, um, I don't know, just hangs out in that hole. He's he's been... He's been, like, kidnapping women since the 80s, and he, like, rapes them, and then when they have, like, when they, like, when they give birth, then he, like, rapes the children. So it's, like, this, like, increasingly, like, incestual, horrible, like, just, like, genetic nightmare that, like, happened. He's been raping? Yeah. I still can't figure out, like, has he been feeding, like, the the baby mutant or something like body parts or something, you know, it's not like there's, they, they skipped even going to that detail. Like it's not really needed, but it's one of those like, okay, so he was the provider. And cause the woman, I guess would hunt sometimes at night. And then the guy didn't cause he just was not looking good, Mm -hmm. but that's not the focus. The focus is just this moment. Um, yeah, Justin Long stumbles upon, uh, I guess, the previous Airbnb tenant who is still alive and figure out the rules. Like, she figured out the rules real quick. Yeah. Of, like, how to survive the, the like, mother basement area. Because like, I, I, w- I would not have that patient. Like, oh, she wants to care for me. Like, drink the milk and, like, do all this weird shit. Like, wait, what? Like, how did you figure that out without screaming your head off? Yeah, because yeah, because last time we saw her, it was like Bill Skarsgård getting his face smashed into the wall, and then like cut like she's in a hole, and then she's like she realizes like oh she wants to be like a mother, so I'm gonna like pretend to be a a baby or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know how she put two and two together that quick. But also, how the mother not just try to kill her too for whatever mm-hmm. reason? She's just like at random, just picking and killing like the people. I thought maybe the mother hated men, because that makes more sense. Like, because she tries to nurse Justin Long in this really gross way, and yeah, I get why like Bill Skarsgård didn't want any of that. Uh, so the uh, the highlight of the movie really is just like the effects of the the like shadow of the mo- the creature the mother creature hang out in the dark and then just the like grotesque uh gore that would happen like it yeah. would ramp up to it so it's not like you didn't expect it uh because if the bill scars that's the first time like it shocks you and lets you know how the tone's gonna be but the next time we see anything that bloody is the like the hobo that's just like, yeah, nothing's happened to me. <laughs> oh my and then God. here comes, she yeah. Kool-Aid mans her way into his, his yeah. like, hideout. 
and then like she, beats she, that man to she's death. Never, she's never come in here before, and then Austin just bursts through the wall and like rips his arm off, starts beating him to death with his arm. Like, Super funny. Played up for that shock value of like, oh man, like who knows where this movie's gonna go. Which uh, it's, it's, it's also it's also one of like because there's a lot of like points where like the movie is like self-aware about horror stuff. There's like one point where like like uh like Georgina Campbell is like when she first opens the door, she just like looks down the hallway. She's like, nope, not going down there. <laughs> like, yep. But then she ends up doing it anyway. Yeah. That's the part I'm like, why? Why? Well, I mean, I, I mean she you're makes, a researcher. I mean, she sits there for like hours apparently, and it's like, well, no one's coming. I gotta, I mean, I'll just, <laughs> I gotta figure out if, if I can get out this way or something, probably. So. I get trying to be polite to the house you're in, but. Break that window. Get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're really destroying the house value in that neighborhood, right? Like, also, how did not like a condo development area not just see this place and just like seize the land? You know, I, I feel like that's another thing about like modern day gentrification. They just see that and went, okay, let's just build a factory over here or something. Yeah, just, like, raise all those houses and build, like, condos or something. (laughs) So, uh, I like the the climax. There's this, like, uh, big turn, I guess. But it's, like, kind of hinted that's going to happen. Justin Long sort of sacrifices, uh, what's her name? Trisha? Georgina Campbell. Georgina, yeah, yeah. She just he sacrifices her for this like insane like take her not me move Mm -hmm. that pays off. But uh, I do like how his his like karmatic ending goes. uh, You know, this this mother creature sort of like is the embodiment of like. I guess it's just like vengeful women and breaks his head in half. Very gory. Like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones like for that move. Yeah. I how do you feel about the end? Because like that that part was like very sad. I thought maybe uh Tess would just be like, you know. Like Harry in the Henderson kind of way, like get out of here, like go back. I don't want you anymore. Yeah. I thought you were gonna do that, but no, it ends really abruptly with just like her remorsefully killing the mother creature, and then just going about her business. I get why we don't need to see where she's going, but my kind of Closure brain is going to be like, oh, she's going to get like mugged in the next neighborhood or something. Like, she, (laughs) this is like a rough spot. Like, what else is in this town? And she has to walk too because, like, she smashed her car into the house. (laughs) Yeah. I thought like car was going to start a fire. It was like smoking heavily and like Mm -hmm. in the house. I thought maybe it would burn the house down. Oh, we didn't get that. I was wondering, like, 
what's going to happen later when they discover, like, this thing on the street, like, this giant woman and then yeah. <laughs> this dead actor, like, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, but, I mean, if it's anything, they're going to be invested by the same cops who just could not give a shit about their job. Yeah. Well, they're cops in Detroit. They got, like, other stuff going on, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, but... It's one of those things where, like, is this? I couldn't tell where this movie was standing. Where, like, oh, just does no one give a shit about Detroit? Like, is that the joke about it? Is is that one of those like, are we still doing this where Detroit is somehow just like another country? It's like a third world country they're treating that place to be. I mean, here's the thing. If that's like it today, holy shit! How is no one not just screaming about that more and more? Man, they are, because, like, I think, like, is Flint, uh, Flint, Michigan still not drinkable? Like, their water is still, like, flammable? <laughs> uh, last I heard, I think. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, I'd definitely recommend it. It's a, like, it's a definitely, like, fun horror movie you throw on. I don't think I need to see it more than once in a while. It's it, maybe something... If you're going to show this movie to someone, like, don't tell them much about it, but just really make sure that they enjoy horror, because as soon as, like, they're going to be, like, uncomfortable about, like, the first death sequence, it's not worth watching. Uh, but yeah, totally up my alley, totally was in the mood to watch it. Great fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... I switched gears and I watched the first episode of The Peripheral, the Amazon Westworld stealing show. Yep, like <laughs> Jonathan Doe and Lisa Joe were like, well, you're going to cancel Westworld, we're going to go to a Prime Video and make uh, another Westworld. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, so it's based on a book by William Gibson, who yeah. wrote the original... Uh, Aliens treatment, I think, or aliens. He definitely wrote Aliens Two, an Aliens Two treatment, but I'm not I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, he basically invented cyberpunk, like yes, Neuromancer and uh, like a bunch of other uh, most pretty much all his novels have, have been like cyberpunk, sci-fi. Like he basically created that whole like genre, or it was like one of the main, like one of the biggest like names in that genre. So he um he really know it, it's very like up that cyberpunky alley of technology like sort of the dark side of technology uh what nowadays would be like a black mirror thing but given that this probably was uh something that kind of takes pieces from all his works it is sort of just the logical conclusion of where technology would lead to. Uh, so the TV show is fo- follows uh, a brother and sister. Uh, uh, play, so there's this character named Flynn Fisher, played by uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, and her brother, Burden Fisher, played by Jack Reiner, who was... Uh, he was in Transformers. Uh, he, yeah, he was uh, the, the, the driver from Transformers. 
uh, Transformers for Age of Extinction. Yep. I think he was the rally driver. Yeah, yeah the uh, the like statutory raping <laughs> driver. Well, I wouldn't say just all I mean, that. He, but... he has he has well he he has that card. He has that card in his in his wallet that says he cannot be charged statutory rape. Super weird. Super <laughs> bizarre. Uh, but yeah, uh, so it, it's about like this this story that takes place in 2033, where the logical leaps in technology are sort of make sense and become mundane. So stuff that like to us is like, ooh, that's futuristic, sort of just becomes like, nah, that's just things that make sense. Like, smarter Roombas, smarter medicine, uh, companies that exist, like a 3D printing fabricator store that makes all these, like, cool things just, like, casually and, like, for cheap. It's just something you can go to and do. And um, video games become uh, more more engaging, but somehow, like, more mundane. Like, some video games, you need, like, not just, like, a VR headset and, like, a chair. Like, you need a goddamn, like, like computing center in your house to play video games now. Uh... So there's just like, oh, oh, so like the brother is a video game jockey uh, who lets people join him or like modifies like simulations, like or is able to join simulations and then help it become easy by just being part of it and just playing the shit out of it with like real life skills. Sort of, I don't know, it's it's really weird how, like, video game skills and, like, how this works because it's all about, like, how you respond. But the brother is an army vet, and his sister isn't, but she's really good at video games in, like, this kind of physical space. Um, So much so that, like, because she likes to play under his account, uh, they think he's, like, this, like, number one, uh, like, VR player. And then he's given uh, a special headset from this company, this unknown company from uh, Colombia, to test play this, like, peripheral, this, like, headset that's way more, like, uh, interactive and, and more stimulating, where when you wear it, it basically, like, cyberlinks to your brain somehow. So you don't need, like, a v- t- typical VR headset, but this, like, head mount. That just looks like a colander. Uh, and you don't really use a controller. You go to sleep, basically. And and you, like, link into uh, the simulation. But, not I guess, not a big spoiler. You learn by the end of the first... At least by the first episode to the second, it's not a simulation. It's a... Somehow it's a device that lets you jump into the future, 30 years in the future, at least to what they're doing right now, where you take over a robot body. 
like an advanced AI where you can, um, I don't know, like mess stuff up and do future crimes, I guess. You're, like that's, you're, you're, you're a Westworld host. <laughs> like Yeah, you're sort of a Westworld host in a world full of like robotic servers already because there's all these like um, r- robot technology. Like it's even more advanced than what 2030 was. So it makes sense. It's like the most, it's the next level of that. And like, so these robots are kind of like Amazon like echoes that now walk around and can be set to like do men- menial tasks, but also because they have no like real facial features are just so eerie looking. They're cool, but just very like, huh, I I still want to put eyes on these machines. Like don't don't make a robot that doesn't have eyes. It just looks weird to me. Are they are they like the um in Westworld it's like, you know, like the like the like non I don't know if they're like non fully formed hosts or like those like it's, it was like the, the robots that were like kind of like drones or whatever. Remember those guys like yeah. white guys, like they're like all white like Yep, yep. It is, it's just like that. Like they look like IKEA furniture that came alive and it's just like, okay. You should just be like I don't know, one of those robots that just pours drinks, like a hydraulic machine. That, you, mm-hmm. Why is this thing driving a car, you know? And it's like wearing a hat, <laughs> you know? Like it's just like, huh. So I uh I see where the gimmick is. Um, and it's it's this, like, battle between the future and the past where... Uh, I, 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 so they're trying to, like, do something. Someone hired uh, Jack, who you know, is really just Chloe now, to do this job to steal, like, technology and... and I, having gotten that far where they're like why they do it why they need like a past person to do this because it seems like it's just easy if you just get a bunch of robots and send it over there like you don't need to bring uh, a person from the past to do most of these future crimes Uh, they do this thing where they implant a very visually uh, like detailed like they, they implant an eyeball like they rip out an eyeball and then place a new eyeball in, but then you know you find out that like it didn't really matter since uh, spoiler alert the future body's a robot like the the host is able to just like avatar into. So I'm not even sure why they didn't just put the eyeball in like before you activated it. There there's this other weird thing where. I'm I'm noticing like it's just uh, I don't know how they're able to time this where since in the past and in the future it's supposed to, it's supposed to be running in parallel right where like sort of the events are happening at the same time in two different timelines how did the future part know when that robot would wake up like you know it, it's something where do they just keep it offline until they need it or do they um does it just like oh they somehow know in the past when they're gonna play very bizarre because that's that's like the thing that i'm like how you know like in back to the future they explain like okay well 
we sent a letter knowing when certain dates happen and then just have to bet that it's going to happen, but we don't know if it's going to in order for the. You know, it, it's like that telegram that happens in Back to Future 2. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's this thing where, like, yeah, they just tell her to play these, like, like the first time she plays, it's not like she's on a schedule. They're like, oh, you have to play at 5 o'clock at this time, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just sort of like, eh, I guess I'll try it now. Like, oh, and then she's instantly, like, doing these things. I don't know, maybe, like, if there's like a standby mode and then if you're not controlling it it does something else i think maybe that could be the gimmick because you know like an avatar in the movie when like jake sully's not in that body it's just asleep <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and they have to take care of it like <laughs> that's why i'm like oh is that the same thing for this where if chloe chloe doesn't want to be, be in the body does it just lay there i, I don't know so, yeah, they, they set that up as the big gimmick, but that's not, like, I'm pretty sure there's more, like, twists and turns. It's just that's the that's the thing they don't tell you right out for a little bit, that it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's not a simulation. It's actually, like, the future. And then her combat and, like, gaming skills somehow, like, beat a vet, like an army vet who is undergoing some sort of like technology sickness because in the future like people took implants and then the implants sort of uh didn't work well so they have all these side effects but they didn't get into it at least that's the parts i didn't really uh made a note of it's just more like oh it's like here's the highlights of the cool tech there's, like, a lot of cool things in 2033 that, like, if they just focus on this error, I think I would have been fine with it, too, but that's just me. It, it sort of reminds me of Looper, where the, it, like, the certain technology and the situations are not super far into the future where it's not believable. You know, it's very grounded to, like, what happens with, like, drugs and crime and, and farming gear. And it sort of plays the same way because uh, uh, Chloe is also living in this like rural town that is like very advanced technology wise, but just they don't do much. Like the small town yokels are just um, <laughs> their crimes are very basic. It's like drugs and then uh, hassling like protection money. So. That's what's going on in her world. And I'm like, can we just, like, the, her world seems, like, interesting, too. But then the future world is so, like, vague. And it's, like, like very Westworld. We're like, wow, this is the future. But how do you pay for things? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, how much is, like, money in this time is is pretty expensive. Like, it, like it's like this vague amount where it's like, okay, I guess inflation's really high because certain pills are like a thousand dollars a pill. And I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Like that's better than like the government subsidy. Like, is there no government? Like, you know, like, uh, okay. And that's like, a, that's a, that's a subplot is that, uh, Chloe buys these medications for her family who are suffering from this like technology illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's making money working in this fabrication shop 
And then she can make more money doing like the video game thing, but she chooses not to because reasons. Like her brother makes the money playing these video game things, these like simulation things for cash. But she's better at him and she hates the fact that she's better at it than him. Doesn't quite make sense. Because even like all her friends and family's like, you're not really good at these playing these simulations. She's like, I know, like, I'll do it to make money, but like for like short gigs, but like I don't want this to be my life. It's like there's no like there's nothing that's like, oh, I'll lose myself to this thing, or um, you know, this is this isn't real life. It's not like uh uh oh, what's that Bruce Willis movie? Uh Sur- surrogates. Surrogates, yeah. So it's not like that, you know. It, it I understand the message was like live your life, don't live like simulations. I understand that, right? But in the first episode, it shows me, no, like, live this simulation. In fact, it's like you're happier getting your frustration out doing the simulations because her life, her daily life is, like, dramatic. It's like she's watching her one of her old crushes get married. Um, like, she's constantly, like, struggling with bills. Like, you know, and she makes more money doing these video game things. So I'm like, I, what? Like, I don't know what's going on here. She just... Did, did, did simulations kill her father? I, I don't know what's going on. So they haven't established that yet. Like I said, there's a lot of like twists and turns I'm expecting. I just, just the first episode sets up the standard pretty quickly, but uh, I could see them not picking this up for a second season just because the cost to make this is probably high. Mm-hmm. And if they want to like keep costs down for other shows in the future, like I could see this going. They they got Jeff Bezos money, like they could just like he just pull out like hundred million dollars out of his wallet and just give it to him. <laughs> Hope so. Hope so. Uh, anything else, Chris? Or uh. No, that, that's about it. Each, like, the peripheral is like an hour of an episode again. So mm-hmm. it's like a whole mini movie. Yeah, what about you, Zach? What have you been watching? So I saw a couple things. I I, I finally got around to seeing uh, Trainwreck with Stock 99, which is the second uh, with Stock 99 documentary that has come out in, like, the last couple years here. So, like, last year we got the HBO Max one. Uh, I think it was, like, was it uh yeah peace love and rage was the hbo max one so this is a three-part three-episode uh netflix documentary about what's like 99 which uh still still surreal that like like it's it the, all, all this insanity happened in basically that backyard <laughs> um but um yeah I, I think i think this netflix one is de- is better than the hbo max one um like they like because in this one, in the Netflix one, they talked to like more of like the like uh like behind the scenes like production crew, who are like, actually like telling you what the hell was heck like going on behind the scenes, like what they were trying to do and like getting told like like forget about it or like don't worry about it or like, um, because like, like a lot of a lot of the team that was like running what's that night like knew stuff was bad and then like the like like the like the actual like upper upper higher ups like especially like uh. Like John Schur, who's like the guy, like the guy who, like who was like financing and running everything, 
like he like he just comes off. Oh, in both of them, he doesn't come off. He's in both. He comes off like just like a raging douchebag. <laughs> like he's like the main reason everything went, went horribly wrong. Because like he was all about the money. Like he want, It was like this is a profit making. This is a profit building concert. I want. We gotta make as much money as you can. So that's why it was all of like. You know, like all the corporations came in, like they were charging so much for like food and vendor stuff, like. But yeah, but like a lot, of, a lot of like the like like, kind of like middle management, like or like supervisor people that were like helping to run Woodstock '99 were like they were like uh, things are kind of getting bad, and they're and then like the, like the guys running, the upper guys were like, eh, don't worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> And then they were like, they were like, like doing press conferences, like, oh yeah, the, yeah, it was great, it was a great day yesterday, it was fine. And then people were like asking them about like, well, why was there like people like ripping plywood off the wall when like Lebisco is playing and stuff? And they're like, eh, it's fine. There's a couple like troublemakers, but nothing's going on. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's just like it's it's such it's such an insane nightmare mess <laughs> of just like, uh. Yeah, like fires breaking out and riots and um, sewage mixing with water. Like people like jumping into mud, but it was actually sewage. And people getting Ugh. trench mouth because of like the like sewage water was mixing with like the, the drinking water. And then you couldn't get like it was like 100 degrees or more every day because and you're like you're on a Air Force base that has like it's all concrete. It's like 100 degrees. And then so like add however many degrees the concrete adds to that. And, and there's, there's like a lot more like there's like some more stuff that wasn't in like the HBO Max one like um I don't I don't remember Fatboy Slim was in the HBO Max one but he's definitely in this one and his what happened during during his like set in like the rave tent is crazy where like someone drove a like a van like some people like stole a van and drove it into like the middle of like the like rave tent and then they're, they're like then the basically like Fatboy Slim's got people were like you gotta get out of here like right now. Like there's, there's like it's just going bad. <laughs> like get out. Like and then yeah, it's, yeah. It's just it, it's it's definitely if you haven't seen either of them, I would definitely watch Trainwreck on Netflix if you want to like just see like all the craziness that happened. <laughs> it was like '99. And uh, <clears throat> lots, lots of, lots of, lots of really great footage. You know, like lots of footage from like on the stage, looking out at the crowd, and also like a lot of, like home video footage from people who are there. Um, they actually, they actually interview a lot of people, like a lot of just like the like normal like, like festival goers who are there. Um, and like you can still get like you got like their perspective on stuff too. So, um, yeah, I think definitely this Netflix one is like the if you if you only can watch two one, I would, I would watch I would watch this one. Definitely, definitely yeah. interesting, interesting look at, like, a crazy 90s disaster. <laughs> was it filmed kind of, like, back-to-back -back the same time they did the, I don't, the HBO I don't, one? Yeah, I don't I don't know what, like, the reasoning or, like, what was going on with, like, why we had, like, two rival <laughs> with 79 documentaries. Because it's not even, like, it's not even, like, an anniversary. It's not even, like, it's, like, it's, like, if it was like it was like 2019, I'd be like, oh, it's, like, the 30th anniversary or whatever with 99. <laughs> like, but it's, like, it's, it's like... So it's not even like a it's not even a, like an anniversary or anything, but I guess I guess that just like it was in like the zeitgeist for some reason now, or in the, the last couple of years, and like we got two different documentaries about it. But uh, yeah, so I saw that, 
and then I also saw the first two episodes of National Treasure Edge of History, which is the Disney Plus sequel show, spinoff show to the National Treasure movies. Um, yeah, so first episodes, first episodes came out this this week, and I guess it's gonna be one episode a week for the rest of the season. Uh, it's all right, I guess. <laughs> um, it definitely feels like a kind of CW, like what are the kids into kind of show. Where it's like, like, cause it's, 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 it's the cast is like a younger, it's all younger zoomer, like, you know, 20 <laughs> somethings or whatever. Um, like the main, the main character is Jess and she's like a, uh, uh, she's not, not an American citizen, but she has DACA because her, her, she came to the U S as, as, as a baby. Um, but she is, she, she finds out that she, her father was like a, secret treasure protector even though he, like he disappeared when they were like when she, when she was a baby and she always thought he was, he was like just like a deadbeat because her mom was always like oh he was just a deadbeat loser left us but then he finds she finds out oh like he's part of this like crazy treasure protecting network of people who were like trying to guard like his ancient secrets but then she, but then jess has a bunch of friends that all they all live together in like this like apartment or like which it's apartment but it's like this like insanely like gigantic luxurious apartment in like like baton rouge louisiana but they're always like oh man we don't we don't have enough money to pay the rent it's like how did you have enough money to pay the rent to begin with they're, you're all like super you, none of you have jobs apparently <laughs> like you have bar- like barely like minimum wage jobs and you have this like crazy like loft like multiple like it's like super like luxurious apartment <laughs> slash condo so but but like yeah like one of her friends is like a like youtube influencers but she's also like a hacker crypto hacker or something it's they throw a lot of key like uh buzzwords out there um and then one of her other friends is like obsessed with like sneaker drops so he's like oh i I just got buzzed about the sneaker drop i go i go with these like crazy sneakers and then they all get they all get just like doing an escape room um which kind of, that's all like establishes like Jess's like abilities to like solve puzzles because she has kind of like they, they basically give her kind of like Sherlock or like a beautiful mind style like visualizations where like she can like look at like a clue and like see it like materialize in front of her or it's like oh I, these like numbers are highlighted like that's the clue like but but basically but basically they're like the whole like the big the big treasure for the season is that um. When the conquistadors conquered, like you know, like Latin America, uh, the the Aztecs, Mayans, and Incas got like secretly got together and like uh, hid most of their treasure together. And then there's three boxes that each like tribe or like each like civilization had. And if you if you get all three together, you get like a, a map to like the, this like huge massive collection of gold that they had. So like and then like Jess's dad stole and like hid like the uh, um, I think it was like the Aztec one or something, but then uh, <laughs> the setup is like is like this like crazy coincidence of like she works at so like Jess works at like this like storage locker facility, and then it just so happens that like the per- like she has to like find out who is like not paying rent in the storage locker and it turns out to be like Ivory Cartel. What? <laughs> like so like he who like but he he's but he's sort of like very organized how does he just like forget to pay for a storage logger 
Well, it, it's a very it's a very sad series of events that apparently happens since like the last National Treasure movie because he's now he's he has dementia now. Oh no! He um, tried for the FBI. Um, his he 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 like roped his son into like joining him on treasure hunting excursions, and then like his son died in like a diving accident. Uh, and, then, and then his grandson hates him. Like the grandson is like a main character on this this new show, but like he hates his like, he hates Harvey Cattell. And then yeah, and then so yeah, apparently Harvey Cattell had this like storage locker, and then he either forgot he had it or uh, he just stopped paying money rent on it. But then that's how like Jess tracks him down, and then he is like the one who kind of like, hey, here's like, give this to my grandson, and it's like the it's like the clue to like the, it's like the first clue to like this like ancient. Uh, like Mesoamerican treasure that he like was aware of, because really, because really, because really, Harry Cadell like knows about every treasure in the world, because <laughs> he's like, because he's also like a Mesa River. That was like in like the other the other movies, and, that, and that's like the first big like the first big like clue is like in in like a Masonic temple in like Baton Rouge. But and then also, but then also like Catherine Zeta Jones is like the main villain, so she's like the Sean Bean of this. Uh, movie. She's like a, a rival treasure hunter who's also like a like a crypto crypto millionaire or billionaire who's also like a tr- uh, like a black market antiquities dealer who's like also searching for like these like these like these three boxes that will like unlock this like treasure map. And now she's up against these like kind of annoying <laughs> like zoomer kids. Yeah, uh, how did this smart woman who's rich already just sort of getting tricked, not yeah. played by a bunch of like TikTok kids? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, like the one, like one of Jess's friends, T- like Tasha, who's like the YouTube like slash hacker. Like she like backward back programs like Catherine Zeta Jones's like virus that she sent to them, and then tracks like is able to like, track her down and like get all of her information somehow. And then, um, they also they also they're also like very loose with like the like solutions to the puzzles or like the or like the like whatever the, the clues or whatever. Especially like like so like it's it, it, I mean I think it happens in like the first episode, but like basically like they get they get one of these, like Justin and her friends get one of these boxes, and there's like a combination lock on top. And you have to like figure out like to open up the box, but then the like leaps of logic that like Jess goes through to like figure like it's like because it's, it's like a series of, like these like symbols and stuff. Then she's like. Oh, sometimes puzzles tell stories. So maybe the sun was shining down on a rabbit who was on the ground, and then he ate some grass. And so she turns like these simply, just like the most random, like it's like I'll, I'll just do these random four symbols now. It's like because that, that's a story maybe, and that's the, and that's like first try combination unlocked. It's just like what? <laughs> like yeah, that that no, seems like one of those like drake's like uncharted drake's fortune type puzzles that you see and you're like i'm looking yeah. this online there's just but, like but, but, but not 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 even like any sort of like like hint of like what it could be she, like she just like makes up this like story because she like, says does she even like look for clues or she's just staring no. at it long enough and it she, happens she, she stares at it she tries like one combination first and it doesn't work which because she's like oh Maybe it's like a Masonic thing. Maybe it's a, maybe it's like light up the eyes or something, and then that doesn't work. But she's like, oh, sometimes puzzles tell stories, so I'm gonna tell the story about this rabbit, and that's the that's the, 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 the combination to the lock. It's just like, it's 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 like it's just slightly barely below like Black Dynamite, 
like trying to just like when they, they all their leaps of logic of like trying to figure out what the actual like, plot of the movie is like it's just such such like a grasping of straws of like maybe this is it oh it was crazy all right <laughs> and I also they haven't, they haven't really gotten into there's not a lot of like like you know like American history like secret history going on yet like they go to like so they, they go to like the, the Masonic Temple but it's not like a it's not like a famous Masonic Temple or anything I don't think and they so they but they haven't really go, they, they haven't gone to like any sort of like landmarks or like they haven't like not they haven't brought in like you know they haven't tied in like Ben Franklin or something or like a founding father or like some sort of like historical figure yet so it's like it, it kind of it doesn't really have like that like national treasure like Da Vinci Code like American history thing going on yet. I mean maybe 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 is it, is it, maybe because I feel like at the end of the second episode they're kind of like now it's like kind of like the, the the race is on for the treasure so maybe the next couple episodes they'll like get into like the gold maybe it'll be like more like going across country or going to different places trying to find like more clues or something but I don't know it just, it, it definitely feels like uh. The like, you know, like cheaper, like CW esque, like in the CW, like, but I mean, Disney Plus probably, probably has more money than CW, but it has that kind of, it's the same vibe, like, this is like a teen kid focused version of this movie that's, we're trying to appeal to like the young people <laughs> in, in their language. Oh no, it kind of exile, it kind of like excludes the, uh, the, the people that really enjoy the first movie. Yeah. Because it was like no nonsense, nonsense treasure hunting, and it was just more like historical facts being. Well, it was like it was it was like it was, it, it was. I mean, especially the first one. The first one was like Da Vinci Code, but it was all like crazy American history of like Benjamin Franklin was like uh hid like a clue to like the treasure on the Liberty Bell, and then the Declaration of Independence has a map on the back of it, like. And it, yeah, this one so far is just like the boxes are kind of like very un—they're not really that interesting, at like an artifact or like a relic or anything. They're not like visually interesting. There's not like anything like fun or like cool about them. So hopefully, maybe like they'll like they'll be maybe maybe this is like one part, and then we'll get like once they have all the clues, then you get to like a different thing. But I don't know. I might might give it like a, an episode or two more just to see where it's going, but. Not 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 too impressed <laughs> so far. And then uh, the last thing I saw is I watched a history of violence, uh, which does my latest DVD Netflix movie, which I I I never seen before. I don't know for whatever reason I just never got around to watching a history of violence until now. So wow, it, it's uh pretty like jarring for what happens in the beginning to what happens at near the end yeah well it's also jarring too because it's like like david cronenberg like just had this like because obviously like be like 80 80s into the 90s like he was like the body horror sci-fi guy sci-fi yeah like you know like scanners and the fly and uh video drome and all these like crazy insane Bot, body uh, manipulation, body, body horror and, movies, and then yeah. like, and then, but then, and then for some reason, like, just like, yeah, like late nineties into the two thousands, he's like, I'm just gonna make like crime thrillers now and like psychological thrillers, and I'm gonna team with Vico Morgensen twice or three times to like make these like 
just like these kind of like not horror movies, just like these like kind of straight action movies or straight, straight like thrillers. Like he did, like he, I think this year he, he got back to like his body horror roots. Like he did like Crimes of the Future, which like also started Viggo Mortensen, but it was definitely more like, I think, it, I think it was like, a, it was like a world where like you could like cut your organs out and they grow back or something. So people are like, like, like doing like performance art with like cutting their body parts off. So he's, so he's, so, that so he, new one is? Yeah, he's, de- he's, de- he's definitely back to like his like body horror roots now <laughs> this year. I, but. I don't know when I want to see that movie or, you know, how. I think sort it's on, I had to stumble upon it. I think it's on Hulu or something. I think it's, it's definitely streaming somewhere right now. But, but I'm saying like you gotta be in the mood to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the history of violence is actually just like yeah, this, it's just like str- an action movie. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, like as far as like David Cronenberg movies, like super accessible. Um, based on a graphic novel apparently too, which uh from like vertigo it's like a vertigo comic so it's basically it's basically like a dc comic. <laughs> this is basically like a dc movie um but uh yeah yeah just, yeah just a great you know just a great solid thriller um you know Viggo Mortensen doing great great work <laughs> like like but you, you you definitely get like the uh like when in like the like violence starts um you definitely get like it, like it definitely is like oh this is a david cronenberg movie <laughs> especially like the like when like when he like uh takes out those two guys like two robbers and then like the one guy has like he's like on the ground with like his like jaw blown off and you see you see like like half his face is like his teeth are just like moving it's like oh okay yeah this is david Cronenberg movie <laughs> okay i think that's like the only time you see that kind of like body horror yeah i mean it, i mean i mean it definitely gets violent like, like later on too like like when like uh like ed harris gets like like blown up like it shot shot with a shotgun and stuff and then like william hurt at the end but that was but that's like just like a quick like you know like a standard like bullet to the head kind of shot but yeah mm-hmm. like that but yeah that first one i think just because it's probably probably because like it's the first one of the movie or the first big kill of the movie or like kind of showing like Viggo mortensen's like skills in the movie but yeah that first one that first one is like crazy violent it's like oh yeah like he like his half his face is blown off he's just, he's like just like lying there with his tongue like flopping around and stuff so but uh I'm try- I'm try- i was trying to figure out like i don't i don't know if it was like like at the time like was it like trying like if it was like was it we were, we were, were supposed to like try to like figure out if it actually like if Viggo Mortensen actually was like this gangster or not or like because yeah, I feel like he's I, supposed to be a uh well I, I feel like I, I feel like if it's supposed to be more of like a like maybe is are they, are they just like confusing with something else or is it like is he actually like this gangster that it's like eventually I mean it's pretty soon into, into you're like you're like oh yeah he's a gangster like <laughs> but I feel like for a little bit they're like it, is he maybe <laughs> But yeah, or maybe there's supposed to be more of like, oh, maybe he like <laughs> had like amnesia or something, or like like there's a weird, there's a weird, just like a weird like like he like Viewer has, has like this weird line where he's like, oh, I went in the desert and killed Joey, and then he's dead. I buried him. It's, it's like, what did you do? Like, just like you just like, you go in the desert and like, scream at yourself or something, or like trying to <laughs> like what did you do? Like 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 you know like get rid of his gangster side. He's like, I went to the desert and I killed him. (laughs) 
Yeah, it, it, it's like I get like he's hiding out from mm-hmm. the mob. I don't think he has any government protection. I think he just one day just decided not to be part of the mob. No, he was well apparently because apparently he was like a like like he was like a lunatic <laughs> when he was in the mob. Like like he he like tried to gouge or, or he, he he did gouge out or like def, like fucked up like Ed Harris's face with like barbed wire or whatever. That's why he Ed Harris is like the like the one like dead eye because like because like people were just trying to like cut like cut it out with like barbed wire at some point or something, and then they were, they they mentioned like oh it's like oh you were a maniac like you were a crazy person or whatever, um and then yeah then just it he just decided one day like I'm done like I'm just gonna like change my name Tom and open a diner and <laughs> marry Maria Bello and that's it I'm just gonna live in this small town like. And how was and then it's like how is he keeping like his like skills that sharp? Because like he he probably didn't kill he probably didn't like handle a gun or shoot anyone or kill anyone for like a decade or more. And then he's just like instantly just back to like like whips like whips whip fast like reflexes and kills those two guys like instantly. So it's like I guess you don't like forget that. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Like you're yeah. Being, yeah, it's a reflex at that point. I don't think you. It's like that saying like you don't forget how to kill like that. Uh, especially when it's not like he's like hand to hand fighting. He's just really good at shooting, you know. And then, um, he's brutal, uh, but he's not like John Wick. Well, I, I feel like I feel like he definitely like the end where like he's like taking out like his like brothers like guys like that's he kind of he gets a little John Wicky at that point where he's just like takes out like fi- takes out like five like three or, three or four guys in the room. <laughs> I was like, 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 like yeah. Some goons that are left are like, just like fat Italian guys. <laughs> yeah, it's all like yeah, Philly mobsters. Yeah. The other thing I can't figure out is why his brother wanted to kill him. Just like yeah, you're like a loose end. I I think I think it's I think it was like like because like Tom slash Joey pissed like pissed off a bunch of like the like higher up mob guys and like the other like families and like because he was such a like a loose cannon maniac he was like killing people and like like doing all, like so like if if like william hurt killed him they would like they'd be like oh see i killed my, I, I, I killed my brother that was like causing all these problems before in, in the past so like he's dead now like i'm like because because i think he says he's like oh I'm, I'm still in debt to like the like these like you know the, the other like the upper upper mobster guys or whatever so yeah it's a movie that like it's a lot of talk don't show until mm-hmm. they show just the violence yeah and the super erotic like sex scene on the stairs well there's two i mean there's two like there's like the one that there's one in the beginning and then the yeah the stair one is the one in the beginning the one where she dresses like a cheerleader yeah yeah because because like so because like people are watching their kids and they go they go to like maria bill's parents house that do they own like because they're not there they just own that house too and they're just like we're just gonna go we're just gonna go here and but because people are watching our kids let's go have a romantic night in like our, my parents house whatever i guess uh but yeah the... and, 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 and the stair was weird too because like it's like it's it's like it's, it starts with, like it starts with like them fighting and then yeah, they, they fuck on the stairs, and then like, but then like after well, that's a like, they use the get 
Yeah, it's like she's like that's, it's pissed off again afterwards. It's like yeah, no, no, that that's definitely a David Cronenberg. Yeah, great. Where like you have angry sex in your mm-hmm. movie. I, I think right after this, he made Eastern Promises. Yes, that was it. Was like that was, that was the one-two punch of like him and Viggo Mortensen teaming up for like crime thrillers. And it's like, if you like Viggo Morrison in this, and, and you'll love him in Eastern Promises. Yeah. Where it's like, mo- less, less like, pretending. I, I mean, there's still pretending in Eastern Promises, but it's more straight, like, gangster story, and then um, dealing with, like, the life of being a gangster. So it's, it's like a nice bookend to... Uh, another character like it's just like the Viggo Morrison mobster characters yeah I feel like I feel like like Eastern Promises is a little bit more complicated as far as like the plot and stuff like oh yeah, yeah. History of Violence is definitely like way, like way more straightforward of like it is yes he, he used to be he used to be like a mafia hitman or like a like a gangster now he's now he's in hiding but then he's exposed again so now they're after him and then yeah but the Eastern Promises has has like all the like uh, who's like? There's like the like the, the teenage girl with the diary, and then whatever like, Naomi Watts is like trying to like investigate, and then all, you got a, a bunch of like Russian mob Game of Thrones style like maneuvering going on and stuff. So I mean, they're, they're both. I mean, they're both great, but <laughs> I feel like I feel like History Vines is like definitely like the more like straightforward, like easier to like get into one. But yeah, yeah, great movie. If you haven't just seen it, check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it for me this week. So we can wrap things up. Definitely have our site. We've got all of our user features up there. Uh, we're going to have our big PAX Unplugged trip report going up soon. So stay tuned to our site for that. Uh, we're going to have our our Christmas uh, commentary going up soon. So just time for Christmas, you'll be able to watch uh, Home Alone 2 with us. So stay tuned for that. And all the other stuff we usually post every day is up there. All the trailers we talked about this week are up there. All the other stuff we, are, is up there. So head over to check all that stuff out. And yeah, so for us, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.